Good morning, everyone. So today, uh, you can probably see there's an obvious theme in our, our readings. And today, what I want to talk to you about, I hope today is a challenging uh, homily for you all. It's one of the most important things in the Christian life. And it's one of the, the most basic challenges that God gives to us. That if we're going to grow in joy and peace and holiness, today's gospel is a massively important teaching for us. So today what I want to talk to you about is I want to talk to you about anxiety and contemplation. Anxiety and contemplation. So I imagine most of you, probably almost all of you, know what FOCUS is, the college ministry and apostolate. This past year, they were really desperate, and they, uh, they were in a tight spot. They ran out of speakers for their conference, so they called me. And I was like, finally. <laughs> Lord, they finally got it. <laughs> no, but they called me in the fall last year. And every year they have a big conference for college students. And uh, they called me and they said, hey, Father Brian, we'd love you to, to speak on prayer. And I kind of thought, well, I was thinking, you know, what about like spiritual warfare? Like priests and demons, like that'd be a better talk. And they said, no, we want you to talk about prayer. And so the conference was months away. So I did what all, you know, good procrastinators do. And I put it off and just said, I'll figure it out later. Now, in the back of my mind, when I thought, okay, if I'm going to talk about prayer, I don't want to just say, here are the five steps to pray, which is actually helpful. But I wanted to do something a little deeper, and as I was thinking about it, I thought of today's gospel. And I was like, you know what I need to talk about is anxiety. And so I was convinced of that, and I, I worked on it a little bit, but of course time got away from me. And so January rolls around, and COVID was still happening, and so they had a limited amount of people in attendance, and they pre-recorded a bunch of talks. So my talk was pre-recorded, and I drove up to record it at the Omni in Broomfield. And as I'm driving up, I'm not ready. And I'm thinking about Martha and Mary, right? Jesus says today to Martha, 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 you are troubled and anxious about many things. And I'm like, okay, I've got to tell these people they can't be anxious. And I was anxious out of my mind. <laughs> it was like, the, I'm like, do you guys know what the Greek word is for hypocrite? It's Father Brian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, actual, the actual word for hypocrite in Greek is hypocrite. It really is. <laughs> But anyway, so I'm driving, and I got to the hotel, and I was walking through the lobby, and I have a lot of friends in focus for my time there. And people are like, oh my gosh, Father Brian, it's great to see you. It's been years. And I'm like, do not talk to me. I have got to prepare for a talk on being peaceful. Get away from me, <laughs> you know? And it just got worse. I got into the room, and me, like, I, I love speaking, but I thrive with an audience and just interacting with people. And because of COVID, I had this half-hour talk on prayer, 
and I had to be really high energy and try to really do it well, and there were three people in the audience. So I gave this terrible talk on prayer and anxiety, and afterwards I was like all anxious. I'm like, everyone's going to find out. Yeah, we thought Father Brian, we thought he was pretty cool, but then we heard him speak. Anxiety does grave, dan- gravely dangerous things to us, brothers and sisters. Anxiety is a poison for your soul. It's an absolute poison. And you and I, we live in a world that is anxious. And that speaks to us all the time. So today, Jesus... There's a couple of really cool Greek words in the gospel. The word for anxiety is merimna. Jesus talks about that here in Luke chapter 10. He talks about it again in Luke 12 and in Matthew chapter 13. We're going to talk a little bit about those today. But Jesus says today, it says, Martha was distracted with much serving. She went to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. Jesus, so am I. I am anxious and troubled about many things. The word troubled there is a really cool word. The word troubled is thorubadzomai. And that word in the New Testament, or just in Greek, what it means, thorubadzomai, is when a crowd is out of control and it's in an uproar. And today what I want you to do as we sit in Mass this morning is I know you know what that feels like. Right? We've seen, you've been maybe a part of like a concert or, or maybe a worse situation where crowds are really loud and tumultuous. But Jesus here with Martha, right, is talking about her soul. And so Martha has allowed her soul today to be in a state of uproar. This is what anxiety does to it, does to us, doesn't it? We have so many anxieties. So Jesus in Luke chapter 12, just two chapters after today's gospel, he's going to go a little bit more in depth. And you all know this passage. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. One of the most disobeyed commandments that Jesus ever gives. Do not be anxious about your life. But Lord, I've got, you're going to hear after Mass, we have a, a campaign for our South Campus. Lord, I've got, to, I've got to raise the money for that campaign. Lord, I'm anxious at my work. I have a, I have a coworker or a boss or someone who puts a lot of pressure on me. Do not be anxious about your life. 
but Jesus, where's my spouse? And Lord, do you really have a plan for my life? Do you really have, have an idea for what my life is supposed to look like? And am I going to be okay? Do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat, nor about your body, what you shall put on. For life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, they neither sow nor reap, they neither have storehouse nor barn. That is a reference to savings. Is your soul in an uproar right now? Here's what happens to me, and I bet you can, re- you can re- relate to this. One of my, my vices that I'm kind of fighting all the time is paying too much attention to the news. Did you see what Nancy Pelosi did? Do you know what an inflation rate is right now? Do you know how divided our country is? Have you seen what pro-abortion radicals are doing to churches? And can you feel the anxiety in your soul? I do. When I listen to those things, I can feel not just in my soul, but my, actually my body can tighten up. Storehouse here in, in Luke chapter 12, that's a reference, right? You store your grain and you store it against the future. Jesus, I'm scared about the future. Lord, the inflation's insane. Prices are so high, we're probably all just going to be eating rice and beans for the rest of our lives. And at least then I'll be a little more thin. But I'm scared about the future. I'm scared about the state of the church. Jesus, there is a storm of anxiety in my soul. It feels that way, doesn't it? It's like a storm on on the sea in the gospel stories. And I was praying this morning, brothers and sisters, you know what God does with storms? You know what Jesus does when there's a storm? If you let him, if he's in your boat... He silences the storm. In Psalm 65, one of my favorite psalms. Psalm 65, verse 7. The psalmist says this. He says, God, you still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of the waves, and the tumult of the peoples. Jesus, you still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples. Jesus, you calm the storm in my soul. This is what God does, but brothers and sisters, here's what I want to get to today. What I want to challenge you about is that if you're anything like me, the problem is not that God can't do that. The problem is that you and I don't show up.
peace in our lives as Christians is one of the greatest gifts that God ever gives us. Right? In John chapter 20, when Jesus breathes the Holy Spirit on the apostles and says, peace be with you. Peace is a gift of God. But brothers and sisters, peace is not an outside reality. You will not have peace in your life because things go smoothly, because you have enough savings, or because there's relatively little conflict. That is not Christian peace. Christian peace is a state of soul where you and I are in union with God. When you and I have that union with God, whatever storm may come, you and I can maintain our peace. The other major place in the New Testament that Jesus talks about anxiety is in Matthew 13. We've talked about this before, but it's so beautiful. Matthew 13, the parable of the sower, right? The third type of soil is the soil where the, the word of God is cast on the ground by the sower. It takes root and it grows. But there are thorns that grow up with it. And this is my faith. This image is so powerful. This describes my life so accurately is that the word of God grew inside of me. Jesus, I heard it, I understood it, and your word changed my soul. But anxiety, Jesus tells us, is like thorns in that soil. And so the word grows, but so do the thorns. And what happens in that parable is anxiety is like a bunch of thorns, and what they do is they choke the word of God inside of us. They choke the word of God inside of us. I would venture to say, brothers and sisters, for most of us, this is our major problem with why we lack peace. Jesus, I love you. I want to sit at your feet. But the kitchen's a mess, and so is my life. And what we oftentimes do, we go to prayer, and you know what we pray about? We pray about the thorns. We pray about anxieties. And we go into prayer and we say, okay, God, my savings account is running pretty low. This person is upset with me. The economy is getting worse. The church is under attack. Fine and well, God wants us to ask for things. But he also tells us he knows what we need before we ever ask. Don't pray about thorns when you go to prayer. In Matthew 6, Jesus says, your heavenly Father knows what you need before you ask him. And if you spend all your time, brothers and sisters, with God praying about thorns... You will never listen to him. You simply won't do it. You and I have to find a way in our life, we have to find a way in our life to cast the thorns out. There are things that all of us have to deal with. There are anxieties, there are fears, 
That's the world. John 16, Jesus says this. The end of John 16, Jesus says, in the world you will have tribulation. You're going to have troubles, brothers and sisters. All of us will. You will have troubles in your life. In the world, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have conquered the world. Be of good cheer. I have conquered the world. You cannot fix every problem. Not everything in your life will go smoothly. But you belong to Him. And when you sit in prayer, what you should do, just like Mary today in the Gospel, brothers and sisters, is sometimes you should just sit there and remember that whatever is going on in your life, the Lord of the universe who conquered death itself loves you and you belong to him. Be of good cheer. I have conquered the world. You've got to get those thorns out of your prayer life. John of the Cross is kind of the last point today I want to share with you. I've been reading him again recently. John of the Cross is, is amazing. That's why he's a saint. So he wrote a poem. He wrote many poems. One of them is called The Ascent of Mount Carmel. And the very first stanza of that poem, St. John of the Cross says this. He says, One dark night, fired with love's urgent longings, ah, the sheer grace, I went out unseen, my house being now all stilled. Listen one more time. One dark night fired with love's urgent longings, ah, the sure grace. I went out unseen, my house being now all stilled. What does John mean by this? Luckily, he told us. And what he talks about here, he's talking about the soul that finds its way on, on its way to the union with God. And that line that I want to focus on is that last line. He said, I went out unseen, my house being now all stilled. What John says that is, is he says, you cannot achieve union with God if your soul is not quieted from passions. So John of the Cross says, for all Christians who are beginners, which is all of us here, he says, you'll never achieve union with God unless you tell those voices in your soul lust, hatred, fear, anxiety, jealousy, all these things. If you do not have those voices quieted in your soul, 
you cannot achieve union with God. When's the last time you did that? The world's always crazy. You know that? Every couple of years, the, the, the news is out that the world's finally over. Right? And you say to yourself, why is it so hot and what am I doing in this handbasket? What is going on here? The world's always coming to an end. There is always anxiety. Brothers and sisters, God does not promise us to take away our problems. But if we quiet our souls, we will have union with him. You have to have silence in your life. And I have finally a couple practical things I want to encourage you to. Turn off the radio on the way to church. In fact, just turn it off. When I do that, and I'll tell you my, record, my track record's pretty bad, maybe 50-50, when I turn off the radio, and I, sometimes I'll put on like Gregorian chant in my car, the stress leaves me and I pray the rosary, and I know I'm okay. And I have peace, Lord, and I have that space for you. Turn the radio off in your car. You have to have time in your life for silent prayer with God. The world is so noisy. One last quote today. I know there's a lot of quotes. One last one today. Joseph Pieper says, to perceive means to listen in silence. To perceive means to listen in silence. C.S. Lewis in his masterpiece, The Screwtape Letters, the demons say that at the end of time, if they accomplish their mission, they will fill the world with noise. And the demons, C.S. Lewis says, demons hate silence and they hate music. But they love noise. Sounds a little bit like our culture right now. Lord, today I, I have so many anxieties in my life. Jesus, the thorns grow up inside my soul. And I worry that this person doesn't like me. And I'm scared about the future. And I'm worried, Lord, that I'm not good enough. But Jesus, I know that you've conquered the world. And Lord, I know somehow, somehow by the miracle of your grace, somehow I belong to you. And that's enough. Jesus, may we love you, may we desire you, may we have silence with you. Jesus, may you give us your peace.